Hey everybody, welcome to Don't Make Me Come Back There. We are a funny podcast about family. My name is Dustin Nickerson and I am the host of the aforementioned podcast, Don't oh, Make yeah. Me Come Back There. And I am alongside here in my dining room with producer and stand-up comedian of this, well you're a producer of this podcast and you're a stand-up comedian of other of shows. The world. Mm, of Central San Diego. <laughs> uh, Stephen English, ladies and gentlemen, is here oh, with uh, us. Thank you for tuning in, backseaters. Oh, no, thank no, you so nobody's much. ever done that ever. Thank you so much. Uh, we <laughs> we are a, a little a little podcast that could where we talk to comedians and other interesting people about yep. their families and their lives and their childhood and their marriages and their relationships and their struggles and comedy and their careers and all kinds of other things. And today. We have none other than comedian Jeff Dye. Jeff Dye is a very, very funny comedian who has been seen on such shows as Last Comic Standing. Uh, he has been on The Tonight Show. He's been on a bunch of stuff. I remember Jeff long before I started comedy. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I was so excited to... I've been on his podcast. I've done a lot of shows with him. And I was so excited that he would uh, be a little guest on our podcast. Um, you can follow him on his social medias at uh, Jeff Dye. Uh, that is Jeff with a J, J E F F D Y E J E F F. Did I say that right? Uh, and J E F F D Y E Jeff Die, uh, and it's the same on his Twitter. Twitter. Did you know? I did. I bet you didn't. Did everything. you know that the very first comedy club show I ever went to, I saw Jeff Die? Yeah, I know. Yeah, of course I knew that. No, the where was it at? It was, dude. It was at. Laffy's Laffy is at Laffy's Comedy Den <laughs> in, in Toledo. Uh, <laughs> I had just gone to a Mudheads game <laughs> and now I was going to see Jeff die at Laffy's in Toledo. <laughs> no, uh, so this would have been about seven, eight years ago before I'd started stand up comedy and my, my special wife, um, Aww. Melissa Nickerson, hey. uh, got a group on <laughs> savvy. Savvy, uh, financially savvy Melissa How, how many Nickerson. kids did you have at that time? You uh, were still, seven. You seven. We have okay. three now. Uh, <laughs> we have donated four. And, you know, there's there's people who want them. So yeah. um, we gave away four. We're down to three. And uh, we had to give away four because even with the group on, the Comedy Palace was so expensive. <laughs> they hit you with that two item where you're like, we got a two yeah. item. That means two less kids. Yeah. <laughs> so we went and saw Jeff die at the Comedy Palace. And it wasn't a huge show. Right. This is a while back. And it was the late show. And it was very funny. And Jeff was fantastically funny. Yeah. And I remember watching the show. And I remember thinking the host, who I know now, Zach Miller, was uh, very good at comedy. Yeah. And then I remember watching this guest set bomb so hard. <laughs> One of the... And it's funny because I know, like, you know, about guest sets at the palace sure. now. And I was like, oh my gosh, this guy is so bad. And I had always thought about stand-up comedy. I was like, this is, I couldn't be worse than this. <laughs> but then I saw Faraz uh, middled and then, uh, and then uh, Jeff Dye was headlining. And they were so good. But I kept thinking about that guest set. I was like, yeah. he is so bad. Right. There's no way I could be worse than this. Yeah. And then I started comedy and I was so much worse than him <laughs> for... Two years. Yeah. I was worse than that set that right. night. So, <laughs> uh, so it is a fun, every time that I uh, hang out with Jeff or I do a show with him, it is like a fun full circle moment. Right. Mm, that I let him know that the quality of sh his show was so bad that it inspired me to start <laughs> stand-up comedy. <laughs> it's not his fault. He didn't pick his openers. Yeah. Um, but we have a really, uh, I don't know, Jeff and I have a lot in common and that we grew up in the South Puget Sound region. Really? Yeah, he grew up in Kent, Washington, which oh, okay. is in uh, a valley below Federal Way, Washington, uh -huh. which if you're not from Federal Way, you would say Federal Way. Right. That's because that's how you they, say the word. Right, because people know how to, they've, they've no fonts. Right, and we're not read. big on reading no. in the Federal no, no. Way. Yeah. Uh, we looked down, but we would look down on the valley. Literally, we would look down on the valley. They were down <laughs> in Kent and... Uh, and we were around the same age. I didn't know him or anything, but we both started hanging around in church circles around the same time. And so we uh, have been in and around the same communities, really like three different separate times <laughs> in that where we grew up 
and then the church community stuff, and now in comedy. Yeah. So we have a fun episode. We talk a lot about uh, marriage and kids. You know, Jeff's a single guy. We recorded this at his house in L.A. And, um, you know, paint the picture. I mean, Jeff, I've, you know, it's, it's, his house is like the movie Big. <laughs> you know, it's just like, there's like wrestling figurines right. and prints. But he's like, but it's all pristine like sure. he's like very ocd like i'm the opposite i remember i, I lost my keys and and his house and he knew where they were he's like no you put your keys here <laughs> like he noted where i put my keys down right. when i walked in uh so we talk a lot about comedy as well and uh church stuff and you know relationship dynamics and we get into it and this was a long episode so we had to cut a bunch i'm sorry jeff but i told you we yeah. are committed to our listeners <laughs> to get in Get them in, get them around out. Uh, yeah. the hour. So yeah, I hope you guys. Uh, I hope you guys eat this episode up. I was up there doing shows. Are you an LA guy? Do you like LA? I know you're a Dodgers fan. And you got yeah. some time up there. But I was yeah. I spent a lot of time up there when I was a little kid. And I was uh, I was at uh, USC for two years. You went uh, to USC for two years. I sure did. It only cost my parents five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> my application. Just and that kidding. was with a scholarship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, that's, that's, I don't I know, I know that. I knew them. Your timeline is always so weird to me. I've lived okay, in so, so every read, single place. Okay, so this yeah. is again, this, this segues nicely. Yeah. And that people give us a hard time because like, hey, you always tell us so much about the guest. Yeah. But we don't know anything about Steven. I like to have an air of mystery. To which I say, I don't want you to know about Steven. <laughs> I can't believe I let him talk this much as it it's is. It's true, yeah. yeah We've yeah. never had an episode release on time. <laughs> no, that's not true. Steven does a very good job. He had two bad weeks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but read that review. Someone oh, yeah. someone called us out on it. Someone said, uh, first of all, it's a long, long review. I don't want to read it all. No, read the whole thing. Okay, okay. Let's see. Well, now you make, put me on the spot. Uh, the, um, hey, all right, USC. You know mostly, how to read, right? Yeah. <laughs> mostly guilt-free jokes. I love a great conversation. This is from MBJ. I love a great conversation. The Michael B. Where... Jordan? This is from Michael <gasps> B. Jordan. Oh, my God. I'm starstruck. Uh, okay. The guy, we really feel like you've got to know someone on a deeper level. You laugh together. You cry together. Well, you know, no one's cried yet. People have uh, cried? I bet some people have. <laughs> you just people have gotten near crying here, and I'm like, I'm so uncomfortable with other people's emotions. I'm like, yeah, no, no, stop that. I don't. <laughs> some people are like trying to get that. I was like, hey, clean that up. <laughs> get, All right? I'm not. Yeah, lock it up. Yeah, exactly. I got I to gotta sneak in an ad here. I don't. I'm not going to talk that. I'm going to put your tears in a munchie mug. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I surprised no. myself on that. No, part. you can't. No, you don't get it. No, I'm doing it. No, before you finish that oh review, I'm going to stick this in. Can I tell you guys about Munchie Mug? <sighs> Munchie Mug is the best spill proof cup on the market. Could you put tears in it? Yes. Should you? No. I don't know. I don't know how your week's been. Maybe you need to. Maybe you got a Munchie Mug full of tears. No, you got to let but your you tears know what? flow. It's not going to spill. Yeah. It probably will. You're not supposed to put liquids in. <laughs> We're talking about snacks right now. We're talking about. Goldfish crackers. Yeah. We're talking about the different kinds of goldfish crackers. Yeah. We're talking about Chex Mix. Talking about Quizzles. Quizzles. About What's Quizzles? Knickknacks. We're talking about... No, no, no. Where would Dwe- Bugles. Dweagles. Dweagles. Is that, is that a thing? You're just saying random words. Be- what? A, what? A, bugles? That's uh-huh. one, right? Remember the... <laughs> yeah. You put it on your fingers yeah. and act like you had like Jackie Joyner Kirstie nails. Word. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't she get busted for steroids? Probably. Yeah. I bet. I bet she carried her steroids in a munchie mug. Nice. That's how she didn't. They didn't spill Even out. She That's how that she f- made sure she took all of them. <laughs> <laughs> you could run a full sprint, Jackie yeah. Joyner, with that in your hand. Not right. a single steroid is going to pop out. <laughs> this is the worst ad. I can't believe that they keep. Thank you. I love munchie mug. I really do. Uh, guys, munchie mug is a great product and great for your kids. And they're not going to spill their stuff, and it's going to make your life a little less messy. Uh, you can get them in a bunch of different colors, yeah. and you can get free shipping. And it's made here in the USA. Check out their stuff at munchiemug.com. M-U-N-C-H-I-E, munchiemug.com. And when you type in promo code, don't make me, uh, which is uh, all one word, no apostrophe, don't make me, you're going to get 25% off your order, munchiemug.com. Steven, hit me with the rest of that review. Oh, yeah. Back Go. to this thing that we're talking about, how no one, uh, you know, let me talk, and uh, everyone wants to know about me. I guess we'll get back to that now. <laughs> you try and tell one story, and I'm like, let me get the ad in. Yeah. Well, basically, it boils down to she says that uh, well-produced, also professional podcast. Oh, why do you got to bring that up? Shout out to producer well Steven. Well-produced. Hey, 
well-produced also, professional podcast, she says, mm. or he says. Semi-pro. San Diego uh, Fleet. Shout out to producer Steven, or is it Stefan, host Dustin, thank you for spelling out the name of every, and she puts every in, 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 in all caps, guest, but never, again in all caps, spelling the name of your producer. Wow. Steven English. You don't know how to, But Steve, it could be Stefan. Stefan? Yeah. You don't if, know. If it were Stefan, I wouldn't associate with you. That's true. I wouldn't associate I with you I don't. Yeah. I, I would don't. change it. It is a V. It's I don't mess v. with Stefan. Yeah, Stefan is Okay, the worst. share your social media stuff. You tweet like. I don't ever, yeah. I'd follow my wife, Dorothy on air. Actually, if you want to follow a little promo, the family, follow Dorothy on air because yeah. she's the one that actually does stuff. Yeah, she's floating on air right now, too. She's got that <laughs> baby coming. Yeah, she's definitely floating. If you yeah. see her walking around, that's definitely the first thing that comes to mind. Not walking, for sure. It's floating. <laughs> Yikes. Got that it. is a. Burn on you, Dorothy. There's nothing more beautiful in the world than a pregnant woman. She's glowing. There's She's absolutely glowing. More beautiful than a <laughs> grumpy, uncomfortable. Yeah. Cannot sleep. Oh, you don't Joints know. Joints are in pain. Oh, that's the funny part. That's how that shows how little you know Dorothy. Three Tran. months out from having to ice her nipples every night. Dorothy <laughs> sleeps. <laughs> Dorothy will sleep at the drop of a at the drop of a dime. Yeah, she I've heard her on air. I feel like half the t- no. <laughs> She no, does. She's so much more talented than us. Oh, 100%. it's ridiculous. And she, by us, I mean you. I, and <laughs> I asked her. I was like, I was like, hey, like, what, 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 what like, uh, just I was just kind of pissed around. I was like, hey, you know, like, why don't I do like work at the station? I could do weekends at, at your station. She goes, okay, fine, do a do a break right now. And she's like, you're going out of, she's like, you're going out of, uh, perfect by whatever Sam Smith and going into a Prince song. She's like, go, and you have to give away tickets to Disneyland in ten minutes. And I. It wasn't even like on air, and yeah. I froze up so bad, and I tried to do it, and I like was sitting there, yeah. up, uh, up there, and she was like, "Here's how I do it." And she like laid this like perfect. Yeah, they just turn it on. <laughs> yeah. Did she ever do that? And like when you're just like talking normally, where yeah. you're like, "All right, you just went Dorothy on air. You stopped being <laughs> Dorothy, and you were Dorothy on air." Yeah, it's when she's trying to make me feel good about something. She's like, "No, your hair isn't. Bald. You're not. Your hair's not thinning back there. It looks yeah. just great." <laughs> <laughs> It looks like you're using that new Neutrogena product. <laughs> Anyways, honey, I got us two tickets to Disneyland. Um, <laughs> guys, we hope you enjoy this episode with Jeff Dye. Uh, he is a very funny, insightful, very silly guy, and uh, we really had a good time chatting. Uh, as always, please continue to give us uh, ratings yeah. and reviews. We love to read them here on the podcast, and we also uh, love when you guys shoot us emails at don't make me come back there at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much. Enjoy this episode with Jeff Dye. Hey, thanks, Michael Jordan. Like, I'll get mad at drivers sometimes, but I, I would never flip somebody off. I would never yell at them. I, I, I don't know what their right. life is. Who is I'm this also person? such a coward driver. I'm like, my <laughs> friendliness goes into driving. Yeah. It does. I'm like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I've no, I'm no rush. I'm never offended. Yeah. There was one time a lady cut me out. Cut me in half on the freeway. I mean, just, it cut <laughs> millimeters from my bumper. It's like, and like just the, <laughs> that panic that gets in your oh, heart yeah, yeah, and yeah. the adrenaline and the fear of like, oh, okay, I'm going to live. I'm going to live now. Yeah. And and then I, I drove right up by her, just furious. I don't know what I was going to do, but I just drove up <laughs> by her. And I looked in, in her car and she waved and mouthed, sorry. All my rage went away. Just like I that. Was, oh. Isn't that amazing? She didn't know. She's just a bad driver. <laughs> that's all it was, and I, like that's where that's how my mind is. Like, oh, she didn't mean that. Yeah, I almost died on the freeway, but <laughs> but a little wave, like a little sorry it's wave, fine. and it's I was like, oh, that's what a sweetheart. That's Let her be. Well, that's because that you now it humanizes it more. Yeah. It's not the object that is that car and whoever this worthless piece of crap is, right. who's you know like oh, but like it's like the difference of like you know when you accidentally block an intersection. We've all done that oh, before. I hate that move. But we've all done it. And right. usually when you do it, you do it on accident. Right. Or you take a gamble. Right. Maybe I can make it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't want to be stuck here. Yeah. So at least if I'm there, I can kind of yeah. squeak in. And when you are that person, all you want is the mercy of everybody. But when you are the person that has been blocked or has you can't go now. Well, here's the thing. But even in that situation, if they waved and they're like, I'm sorry, I blew yeah. it. I took a gamble. I took a shot. You know? <laughs> But it isn't. It's when they just sit there like ignore everyone. Yeah. People are honking. People are and they're they're still like indignant. They're on their yeah, they're indignant. Like <laughs> this is just what it's gonna be, and you're all gonna have to. It's like I want to just be like I'm insured. I'm going to smash into that car, <laughs> and it's gonna be your fault. Yeah. You blocked an intersection. I wonder if that would be. 
I think so. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I mean, I'm not going to do it. There's only, well, there, I was going to say there's only one. There are several ways to yeah, find it. Yeah, there's a it. lot of ways we to find it. We could research. There's only 12 ways to find yeah, out. Yeah, we could call an in, in HR insurance company. I will say that, though. What is it about getting into an automobile that makes people the worst version of themselves? <laughs> Some of the sweetest people I know are like, oh, dude, yeah. I followed a guy for 25 blocks. You're like, what? <laughs> Why? You're like a nice guy. Well, he cut me off, and I was like, I don't got nothing to do for the next yeah. hour. I'm just going to stalk this guy. It's also and I was like, personal. What? what? Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand either, cause, but what, I'm the same way when I get in. If somebody cuts me off, yeah, it's, it's that. They cut me off. It's like it's very personal. It's not, I wonder where this guy's going. Right. I like your, I mean, maybe. I don't know. Maybe he just sucks at driving. His wife could be giving birth right now right. for all I know. And that's extreme. Maybe he's just a crap driver. <laughs> no, not everyone's good at maybe it. Maybe he didn't see you. Yeah, maybe Not everyone's yeah. good at it. As if we haven't all, maybe he was just, oh, that's the exit, I thought. We've Could all gotten be. confused in our GPS Happens. before. Yeah, he's not paying attention. Yeah, you know how hard it was back when we first started driving? Or how old are you? Are you my I'm 36. Age? When we had to print out the MapQuest oh, thing? Oh, man. The I'm, piece of paper? But even that was like a, like, man, it would suck to be my our parents. We could start going places. I used to think MapQuest was like the most genius yeah. invention. <laughs> and I was like, dude, can you imagine the old days? Yeah. Could you imagine when they had none of this? And they just had to like get directions on the phone from they their friends. They just had to know how addresses worked. Well, which to... who could figure that? Yeah. Out? <laughs> oh, okay. So Twenty Sixth Avenue relates to Twenty Second Street. Because what's yeah, but it also like you're like Wax Road. <laughs> the names. I'm just gonna find Wax Road. Like I don't know how to like. I've thought about it with comedians. Like how I couldn't have been a comedian in any other generation. Oh, that's any other generation where I I can make. I have my ticket on my phone, yeah. and then I go get my rental car, and I show them my reservation on my phone, and it's and then they go, "Do you need a map?" No. Yeah. Anyway, they, Do you need directions? Yeah. Have you worked here since '88? Yeah, no, I don't need directions. But how funny is that? He'd be like, "Remember that one comic who came to Cleveland, Dustin Nickerson? He was so funny." <laughs> and I, yeah, like I heard he quit. <laughs> yeah, because he couldn't. Wait, find why did he quit? He's like, "Oh, he hated it. every weekend waking up." <laughs> Getting to the city, not knowing how to get Couldn't there. Couldn't find the venue. Stressful. The money isn't yeah. good enough for him to put up with that. He just, now he's just, you know. <laughs> Do you ever work those clubs that have like the old rules? Like, like you have to call when you get into town. Oh, yeah, but I don't follow any Yeah, of but them. that's an old rule. Like, yeah. that's like they're just like, well, you're in Tucson, but you're driving from Tulsa. Right. And we just need to know you made it. <laughs> well, it's just, it puts them at ease. Yeah. <laughs> they just, that's, that rule is only in place. So they're like, oh, is our little. Prop here yeah. is our <laughs> is the uh, is the 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 talent. Is oh it? gosh, yeah, yeah the person the re- the drink salesman. That's all it is. Yeah, <laughs> like is there gonna be a thing on stage tonight? It's in town. Do you? I, this is a, com- a question I'll be curious for because you're very silly yeah. and you have a very fun silly act. Yeah. I was listening to. I've heard just this last week. I was talking to a friend about this, and I hear like there's two extremes of is like comedy important. And like mm. uh, mutual friends, Zoltan Cassis. Yeah. He holds the stance that it's so unimportant. Okay. Like he hates when anybody takes it seriously. Okay. Like you're just up there selling drinks. Yeah. And slinging your little sillies. Yeah. And, uh, but then you have the other extreme, which is like, it's the most important. And Not, I have both. Yeah. I have both. Just depending on the day or you hold them simultaneously. I think, yeah, they're paradoxical, but I think they're both the same. Okay. They're, they're different and the same. Okay. So, and me and Dan Cook kind of had this uh, subject in, in our episode of the podcast, but um, whereas like some people are just going there to just have a good time and right. not think about those types of things. Right. So there is a place mm-hmm. for the, you know, I have a bit about a bird walking onto an airplane and, and everyone loves it. And it's one of my favorite jokes. It's a true story that happened to me and I tell it. There's there's a place for that. Yeah. The the political comedians don't have to be outraged about that. No. There's a place for it. Some yeah. people just want to hear a silly thing that happened. It's yeah. funny. And then there's also a place for I think this is important. Uh and and I have a platform. Mm. And the same way that the jester was the only one that was able to criticize the king. Right. Uh, that we're going to get away with it. Mm-hmm. You know, like people are going to listen to us more than they would listen to a politician. Or So yeah. you have a unique opportunity. People are mm-hmm. giving you their ear because they like what you're doing. Yeah. So there's that. However, my one thing that this is where maybe people disagree with me 
it better be funny. Yes. I uh, don't care <laughs> for the people who have no inkling of putting a joke in there. Yeah. It's it's okay that you feel these ways. Right. Put it in a joke. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I need. Yeah. I need it to be in a joke. That's what Chris Rock said in the Talking Funny thing, right? Whatever you do, it has to be a joke. Right. There has to be a setup or a punch or a misdirect. Otherwise, you're just as annoying to me as the politicians and right. the activists. Yeah. And, and so I say, make it important. Yeah. Make it silly, but make it a joke. Yeah. And that's what I need. And if you want it to be important, then try and do TED Talks. Like, that's right. what that yeah, is. That's what you need. Yeah. yeah. Go, go start your own and religion. I or yeah. Go, yeah. And I don't, <laughs> I don't need that. You know I that? go TED Talk. Maybe you'll get a few thousand views or just start a cult. Right. Whatever you and need to thing. do. That's what they're doing. It's yeah. all this silly. Because, you know, people say they're religious. There's a big difference between um, your true religion. Right. And what you say you believe. Sure. Uh, for some reason, there's people in this world that you can literally make fun of Jesus to their face and they don't do anything. Yeah. But if you take a knee during a football game <laughs> or spit on an American yeah. flag, they will kill you. Yeah. Sounds like your religion is America. Yeah, that's... Or patriotism. <laughs> you care a lot more about yeah. that. Like, for, But Jesus can be made fun of on things and you don't... Yeah. Like, I'm much more passionate about Jesus than I am about our silly country. Sure. I don't... Yeah. It doesn't We're just a country. Me. Any country. I yeah. don't care. Like, So that's the thing is... I think our actions are our religion and not what we just profess. Right. Well, uh, religion, you and I, let's see, you were, you said you're 36. Yeah. So you're born in 1982, 83. Uh, yeah. 83. So but. I'm 1984 in the late eighties. Uh, the, the Reagan Falwell political, this is, uh, this is what Christians believe. It oh, yeah. is Republicanism. This yeah. is it. It gets more married. Which was harder for me to understand when I was five or six. Right. <laughs> you didn't catch the nuances. It was tough. Of it, but it really did become, in many ways, like just married to politics. And sure. now it's in America. Like, like I, I remember listening to sermons and hear pastors preach like, you know, the Bible says that women stay at home and, you yeah. know, men go make the income and they lead their families and da da da. Yeah. I was like, these are American yeah, in values. Ephesus. Yeah. <laughs> but you're like, what you're preaching right now are like, that's like leave it to beaver stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's not. Yeah. Like when they, it's, it's, it goes farther back than leave it yeah. to beaver. We're talking about the Middle East yeah. in like a thousand, two thousand years. Well, ago. even that they would always like talk about the Proverbs thirty-one woman. I don't know if you've heard that, but there's like there's a there's a good section in, in Proverbs thirty-one that talks about like this is what an honorable woman does. Oh. Uh, um, but in it, like she's like making and selling crafts and stuff. It's like oh, so she has a side business. Right. <laughs> like she's not exactly Mrs. Cleaver. Right. <laughs> and it also predates. All birth control, yeah. all plumbing or feminine yeah. napkins. A home. Where a woman literally has to choose between her family yeah. and her own health. Yeah. Like, it's it's a different time. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole different world. Yeah, like, you think that you, you'll uphold those values and you're like, okay, so how often did they see their dad? Yeah, never. <laughs> well, and also, like, just, I, I love um, kind of, I love flexing on those ideas yeah. in my act. I yeah. love, because... You people. had a marriage one, right? Or what yeah, was I have it? a thing where I say I don't believe in gay marriage, and the crowd gets so uncomfortable, especially yeah. being from Seattle and moving to LA. Yeah, I didn't meet a Republican until I was like thirty-four <laughs> on the road. Or yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I, and I, Republicans were like Bigfoot to me. I was like, "What? You saw one? <laughs> oh, how, are they as strong as I've heard?" You know? <laughs> so for me, like saying that sentence triggered even the people I love most in my life where, mm -hmm. where I would say, oh, I don't believe in gay marriage and I let it sit. Yeah. And then the crowd is like, eh. and I was like, yeah, I don't, I'm sorry if that makes you uncomfortable, but I'm a Christian and I believe in the Bible mm -hmm. and I believe marriage is between a man and a young woman sold by her parents <laughs> in exchange for cattle crops and village safety. I do what the good book tells me. And that bit is completely biblically accurate. A hundred percent biblically accurate. <laughs> So people are very like, I, he's not lying. Yeah. That's really what the Bible says, yeah. but also, and they're like, their brains can't function. Right. When I asked my father, now father-in-law, if I could marry his daughter. No, I was very young. I was 19. Yeah. He did a similar type thing. He goes, well, you know, if you want to marry my daughter, we, I think we should do the biblical thing. 
which is you should work for me for seven years <laughs> and then you can marry one of her sisters, which is the bill. <laughs> that is hilarious. And I'm like 19. <laughs> like I, but you just laughed? Or were you like, I, I nervous serious? laughed. But I was like, oh, it's a great one. Great one, Mr. Hoagland. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, that's a brilliant one. He it, is a very smart man. And that actually happened. That was a, a barter of a deal of like the biblical uh, family. 100%. And also in order to work for you. And then he sneaks his daughter in. Not to mention there was no consent. Right. This, this, <laughs> like you want to it's like a big hot button issue nowadays is consent. Yeah. yeah a lot of true. young ladies didn't want to be getting married to these men. Yeah. So when I uh, asked my father-in-law if I could marry his daughter, if he said no, I was going to do it. Oh, for sure. But it was you were a, being polite. It was a nice gesture. When you asked once upon a time, you were actually asking. It yeah. was like a, you were bartering. It was a huge yeah. deal. <laughs> it was just that it was a deal. Yeah, it was a deal. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> so you, uh, I, I, I guess I, I've uh, heard and I've assumed, but you, because I know from the Bible jokes and stuff, you are your, did you grow up going to church or did you start going later? Or? Sort of. A weird thing happened with my family. So like my parents and uh, my sisters and me went to a meth. I think it's Methodist, Methodist church. church. Yeah. And, and this uh, is in Auburn, uh, Auburn, Washington. Where no, did you no, grow? Kent, Washington. Kent. Oh, yeah, I was in Kent. I like and that you we, um, <laughs> you just Let's. Well, pretty similar. I knew it was close because I grew up in Federal Way. Yeah. So we're right there. Nobody's ever made that close of a guess. How about that? Yeah. I knew it was the, I knew it was in the valley. <laughs> yeah. I knew it was like, ah, it's crap. those yeah. rednecks down in the valley. Yeah, that's what we were it might as well be Enum Claw. It might as well be anything. This is just for us. <laughs> this is for nobody. So we went to a Methodist church. Uh, we were very young. Mm-hmm. And uh, a thing happened where, and I might be m- missing this a little bit because I was pretty young, but uh, our youth group leader was a lesbian woman. Okay. And that made my mom insane. And at the time, my mom was very homophobic. Now she's not as... She, she was out of the closet. She wasn't like they knew she was a lesbian. Because the Methodist... That's the thing is I don't know the, a big, a lot of details about it. But it didn't... Okay. But you she don't... was definitely a lesbian woman. Uh-huh. And she was teaching the youth group. Oh, I see. We didn't know. We're young. But also, like maybe maybe she was teaching it was okay, or maybe she was out of the closet. Maybe yeah. she, her wife or girlfriend went to that church. I don't right. know. But however, my mom found out. must have been pretty, you know, like how was my mom know? Right. So once my mom found out, she had a meltdown, caused this big stink in the church. Mm-hmm. And then the church was like, hey, whether you're right or whether you're wrong, this isn't how we deal with issues at the church. You right. can't just like have this huge anger and rage about it and get everyone in a right flush you know in a big i don't know the word for it but like get everyone flustered and ruffle feathers yeah so and i don't know if this part's true either this is my mom's side of the story okay is that the church asked my family and her to leave Uh i don't know that that's true but that's the way her that's her story she they got maybe church disciplined that happens and so my mom didn't see it as like the church rejecting her as much as like god rejecting her like this is the church like that church people are all fake and at least methodists are bad people and all this different stuff interesting whereas me and my sisters were like okay we don't have to go to a place on Sunday anymore. This is great. We can sleep. It was very early. It I was... do feel bad for my kids that we take them to church on oh, Sunday mornings. Yeah, they I know. don't like it. <laughs> Lots of things like it's fun for adults. It's it's exactly like a field trip at school. Any of the field trips you took me on when I was in elementary school or junior high, yeah. I would love now. I love documentaries. Yeah. The thing that they show me in science, I yeah. watch every night on TV When they TV took you now. to Puget Sound Energy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I, like, I would love that now. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is how the electricity gets to my house. Exactly. It's very <laughs> interesting. Like you watch Blue Planet or like Planet Earth or One Strange yeah. Rock. You're like, this is fascinating. Yeah. Because we're grown ups. Yeah. But when I was there, I was just this punk kid who was like, just like stealing the pennies out of the yeah. fountain and, oh yeah and uh, calling kids gay like i was not good education was like, is wasted on youth it really is <laughs> and so that was the same thing with the church is like we were like great we don't have to go anymore fantastic and news. so uh, then when i got a little bit older and i started going to school we didn't have to have anything to do with religion anymore like mm-hmm. nothing to do with it but then the nicest kids at school were the church kids right they were so nice to me and they yeah. were and like i was a really weird kid as far as like I would get suspended all the time. I would blow up your mailbox. I would do... I was a rascal. Were you nice? You were like a nice bad nice kid. kid. but I just wanted yeah. trouble. I, was I, a I loved mischief. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that kind of stuff. So the, the church kids were like, stay away from him. He's bad. Yeah. But I didn't drink. I didn't do drugs. I didn't have sex or do anything with girls because, you know, there were, that was not an option. Right. And so the good... The bad kids... We're like, don't invite Jeff. He'll snitch on us. 
<laughs> so I was too bad for the good kids and too good for the bad kids. So at school, I was a legend. Yeah. I was like the most popular kid in school. Yeah. But after school, I had like one pal. To Nobody hang wanted out. to hang yeah, out with everyone you. Everyone was like, oh, <laughs> um, But as I got into high school and I tried to like get a little bit uh, more calm and not get in as much trouble, I started hanging out with Young Life kids. Okay. Which is like church. Yeah. But on the fringe. It's you know? fringe church. It, yeah. Parachurch is what it's, it's called. It's more recruitment. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, they're slowly trying to bring you in you yeah know, like it's recruitment well and they're they all had like old tactics they used to like target the cool kids right that was like the old model exactly yeah and it works totally because you go oh the hottest girls at our school go to that yeah. i'm gonna check it out <laughs> oh the coolest guys and all the girls are like the coolest guys go there and yeah. then they have like cool college kids yeah that like teach it yeah yeah they're like six months older than you yeah and, and they're, they're like, dude, we go to the University of Washington. And, yeah. And like, we have, want Gatorade. And you're like, love Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> Big fans. Yeah. Huge. We have candy. We're going to play all these really silly games. Yeah. And we're going to like knock down the walls of like cool high school kids. Yeah. Because we'll do sketches. We'll and go to cool things. camps. Yeah. It's super fun. Yeah. You guys, and do, then do you like, like water skiing? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I exactly. love water skiing. We have a blob. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. You can talk to me about Jesus all you want. You got a blob. <laughs> You got a blob and Janine's here? Are you kidding me? I'm definitely in. Uh, and that's what and happened. And then there's some like weird object lesson. Like, remember when you guys are on the blob today? Don't you want someone to lift you up? Like, all right, that's a stretch, but I'll give it to you. But here's the beauty of Christ's message is that it. I'm making fun of this tactic and these human strategies to recruit. But I heard Jesus' story and I was like, yeah, I want that. Yeah, like, I mean, this is... I don't care how they got me here. Yeah. It, it worked for me to hear this. Right. That's tugging on my heart and it makes mm. me feel a thing. And yeah, sure. It took all this crap, but I yeah. also still love all this crap. And that is the a beautiful story mm. and a beautiful message and a beautiful way to live, beautiful way to think. Right. And so I just went all in. I was just like, this is, this is for me. Yeah. And so I started being good as far as, uh, you know, like trying to just not right be. and i also kind of like changed my whole position on like i'm just gonna be nice to everyone mm. which i kind of already did before but i was doing it before for like motives yeah before i was being nice to everyone because i wanted friends yeah but this time i was like no i think this is how we should behave like i think this is how humans should all mm -hmm. interact and so it worked you know and i was all in i became a young life leader and then oh, that's <laughs> and then eventually uh you yeah. gotta be a young life legend now dude i was kind of i was i had fun man yeah I, I, even I, more now i'll share something that i've never told i can't wait to ever I was easily the most popular Young Life leader. Sure. Because my position was, you guys are all like blessed to be with me as your Young Life leader. And I'll tell you why. Because I'm going to let you do anything you want. <laughs> if I hear about anything, you're not in trouble. Just know that. <laughs> you're going to come. They're going to bring you back to me. I'm going to pretend to yell at you. Yeah. But you're not in trouble. Go have fun. This is the age where you're supposed to get in trouble. You're supposed to have a good time. Here's, here's the rules. If I find out any of you are excluding someone, mm. picking on someone, if I hear you gossiping about someone who isn't cool enough, like at this whole camp, yeah. if I hear you making fun of a girl because she's fat or whatever you think she is, that's when you're in trouble with me. Right. But as long as you're being nice to everyone at this camp, you're mm -hmm. being nice to each other, you're including everyone, you want to go prank the girls' cabins? You're going to go smoke in the woods? You want to go, yeah, you yeah. want to go make out with a girl at yeah. the man-made lake here? Janine's here. We Do whatever you yeah. want. And that's the thing. That was yeah. my position. So they'd be like, every night, like, boo, 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 boo. And I would like, uh, open the door and they'd be like, all your kids are down to the thing. And I was like, oh, these guys <laughs> all are putting of them? on pants. Yeah. <laughs> and 12, I'd, like, 12. I'd fake yell at them. <laughs> and they'd come back and they'd be like, dude, our, our like young life leader is the greatest. But I, they would respect that they had to be nice and they right. can't be Johnny too cool. Like that's not what this is. Yeah. This, this camp is about well, love. Because people will grow out of mischief, yeah. but they won't grow out of being a jerk. Right. Like if you're a bad person and nobody corrects that behavior, then you're just, a, you're just going to be a bad person. And they made some of the best friends by having that per like that yeah. by, by going, you know what? I ordinarily would think that guy's not cool. Cause they're so in high school and junior high, at least in my observations, it's such a ladder. It doesn't matter what's going on in politics or sports. And right. maybe the internet's changed this, but at least when I went to school, 
I didn't care about anything that was going on out there. No. The hottest girl at our school was the only girl in the world. Yep. The 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 whatever we were dealing with at our school, like that yeah. was that was the news. That was mm. the pop culture. That was the everything. Right. So that's why like I think about it like back in the day, like my mom and dad didn't have a lot of money. So they just get me like twenty dollars shoes from like Payless. Right. And the reason I was so enraged is like they don't even realize they're screwing with my whole system. <laughs> they don't understand this is a big deal at my school. Yeah. And it might not seem like a big deal to them and I'm being vain and I need nice shoes yeah. or whatever and they can't afford it. They're screwing with my hierarchy oh, yeah. at school. Yeah. Like they're affecting my this is hurting us. my place. Yeah. yeah. I uh my like I, I always like playing basketball. And I wanted to play in middle school because I'd played in elementary school, but I went to a poor school and then we merged with the rich school in middle school. Oh, wow. So, so there's 21st Avenue down in, 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 in Federal Way. And that was like, it was, it might as well have been like the train tracks. Like there was the good sure. side and there was the bad side. Like there was like, it was like the single parent homes and the good, it was the Boeing employees. Ooh, look who it is. It's old Jeffy two parents. Yeah. <laughs> it really was though. Like you were just like, oh man, things are really good. And I like, I played basketball in elementary school, like, you know, and on the little boys and girls club team mm-hmm. or whatever. But it, you know, you didn't, we all had crappy shoes. Yeah. And then like, I went out to like the first practice <laughs> and I was like, oh no. And I was like, Dad, I need some new shoes, and we can't afford them. And then I never went back. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I couldn't be deal. sad in the scene. I wasn't exactly. good enough to be like, oh, it's cool that... Because like, if you're really... We do that now. Yeah. I feel like as grownups, we can go like, oh, I don't... I don't care. It's just yeah. shoes. Like, yeah. I don't value that. No. You couldn't say that in fifth grade no. or like eighth grade. You have no... I deal with that all the time with my... I have an 11-year-old. Yeah. In middle school. Sixth graders is what we're talking oh, about. Brutal time. And the worst years. Yeah. No matter what happens in your life, those are the two it's to three worst tough, years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 11, 12. Ugh. Oh, bad, brutal, bad yeah. years. I think it's a little earlier for girls because they hit puberty earlier. But like mm. those are just bad years. So, but like... We're not that family. Like right. I drive a crampy van, right? And I'm ha- like, yeah, you're happy with it. I am happy yeah. with it. I I think it's funny. And he can't understand that. And or he, like, yeah. And he's like, Dad, don't pick me up in it. And I was like, I get out of the car and yell your name, <laughs> yeah. Joel. No, seen, this is your van. Yeah, you think it's hilarious? Oh, it's the funniest yeah. thing in the world. Have you seen Spider Verse? Yeah. When he when the the cop dad yeah. is dropping him off for his first day at school, yeah. and he's like, Miles, I love you. And he's like on the he's on the PA system from the cop car. Yeah. And he's like, Dad. And he's like, say it back. And he's like, makes him say like I think that is such an endearing moment. Yeah. But also the other side of that coin is he's mortified. Yeah, absolutely. I remember watching that movie and I was like, Oh yeah, I relate to this. Like he's the uh you know, he's the poor kid going to the rich school now. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, Your dad's a cop. You're doing way better than my family was doing. <laughs> and they got a cool like Brooklyn apartment. Yeah. apartment. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess what Look we're, at those headphones. To he go has. back to that young life thing is I felt like what I was teaching them was much more important than any rules. Right. Like they had to include people that they would otherwise, if it was high school, wouldn't want to be seen with. Mm. And so like by teaching them that they realized like, Oh no, actually that kid kind of rules. Like we would have never even talked to that boy. Yeah. But now he's like rolling with us because Jeff's making us. Yeah. L- include him yeah and then they realize like oh he's just like us and he's nice and this kid is over the moon that these boys are including them. yeah yeah and i think that that's that's just huge yeah i think it's huge to that's the community that like yeah cities and churches and and cultures uh want yes being included that's the worst feeling in the world to be left out yeah. and I'm, so i'll let them Put shaving cream, you know, in all the girls' yeah swimsuit. I don't care as long as they don't do it to the quote unquote loser. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Well, no, they would you... always just pick on the girls. That's and, fine. Yeah, and and it was very uh, frivolous. Yeah, like as far as like. But if you did it to one kid, right, who's already a bit of an outcast, yeah. then you're I'm sending exactly. You home. It was a lot of those kind of things. Where, like they would take all the fire extinguishers and bring them back to the. Th- and I'm like, you guys are idiots. Yeah, but, all right, you guys are amateurs. Wa- yeah, exactly. Or water <laughs> balloons, and they would like go just throw them at the doors of the girls cabins and yeah really that would just wake up the girl young life leaders who are like my age who are like all sleepy like what's going on out here like yeah. that's all it was i mean but to them it was like he let us do anything yeah and the only and reason like, you really mad at him is like how come you guys keep getting caught yeah oh they were the worst you guys are bad at this yeah, yeah. It's like again <laughs> one of my favorites is and i learned this from my young life leader uh, is when they were sneaking out. You can, I mean, they're loud. These teenage boys are more. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, exactly. yeah, a lot of shit. The, the loudest. 
Shut up. That's so Shut true. up. Yeah. Which would be louder than anything they would do. If you're sleeping. Just shushing. If you're sleeping, right? Like you're just, someone's right here and I'm talking at this volume. That's not going to wake you up. But if I go, shh. That's so much more yeah. jarring of a noise. Shh, what's going on? That was so funny because that's exactly what they would yeah. do. And they're shushing each other. Like, shut up, Tony. I'm doing <laughs> like, it was just like this really weird. <laughs> and they're putting on clothes. And like, so it's it's a whole thing. And they're forgetting things. So it's like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. And like all that, that whole like noise. And I just go, can't hear you guys. I'm sleeping. <laughs> and they would be like, yeah. Like they just oh, thought they were Jeff so, rules. yo, he's the greatest. And that made me feel good. But so yeah, Young Life was You're gonna a be very, a great very. Dad, You're gonna, but you don't <laughs> want to have kids. I don't know if I want to have kids. Yeah. On, oh, you, when we did that on your podcast, you, you can't believe that people want to have kids. Uh, I can't Oh, no. You said that about marriage. Marriage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've never. I've ne- yeah, it's tricky. Even this weekend, I got a text. So I had a big wrestling party today. There was like yeah. a wrestling pay per view, and uh, you would have been invited, but you said you had a set. Um, okay, that's what's true. I also live, you know, a ways away. Yeah, yeah. you wouldn't necessarily. Well, because like you reached out, and I was like, oh, yeah. And then I was like, well, he says I, he has a set. He's coming. I had over to go do that. five minutes in the lab. So yeah, <laughs> I wasn't. It was pretty good actually. Okay. Yeah. Um. So then, uh, we have all these guys over here. One of the guys I invited. Uh, his reply to my time, I haven't talked to him in ages. Yeah. Or not in ages, but like half uh, a year. I know where this is going already. I said, hey, I said, oh, hey, having a wrestling party. It's just a copy and paste text I sent to everyone that yeah. I invited. And he goes, uh, hey, man, I have kids, so see you never. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's so aggressive. But that's where his attitude is about yeah. that. Uh, it doesn't have to be that way, man. It's his attitude. Yeah. Yeah, that's the and a horrible commercial. People don't realize they're yeah. making everything we do is a commercial for, yes. you know, what I'm saying like you could see someone get out of a a nice car or something, but if they're like gushing about the car, right. you're like, "Oh, that's a commercial for that car." Yeah. Or like if you see someone complain about their wife, little commercial. It's yeah. a little commercial for marriage. That's funny you said that cuz I like probably like 6 12 months ago like I watched like I recorded like a full set. It was probably about a year and a half ago, like a full, like I just headlining. So I did 45 to 50 or whatever. And I listened and I was like, you would think that I really do hate my oh, children. Interesting. And so I made the point to be like, listen, I'm going to keep some of this stuff in here because these are honest sentiments. Right. But to write bits of why I love them and enjoy right. them That's as great. well. And actually we'll say before I get to the negative stuff, I say, like, I never want to say that it's all bad because some of these are the best moments of my life. Yeah. But like you said, it is a commercial. And that's an honest commercial. Like, hey, you're going to laugh really hard, uh, but you're going to cry really hard, yeah. too. And you're going to yell. And there are gonna, you're going to have every emotion you have towards them. Because it's right. Because I'm a commercial for parenting. Absolutely. So if I'm doing a short set, they're only going to hear the mean stuff because that's the funnier stuff. Right. Well, that's the stuff. Yeah. Why is that? Why is the meaner stuff the funnier stuff? That's an interesting question. Uh, hmm. I think that people resonate uh, to your when you're talking about earlier when people come into comedy clubs, they when someone can articulate their frustrations, it's sometimes I think it's a harder laugh because mm. they resonate so much and it starts to take power away from it because you go, oh my gosh, I get so angry at my kids. Well, so does this guy. And now it doesn't feel the guilt. Now we're laughing about it too. We're in this together. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now I don't have to be so mean to my kids. That's interesting. Maybe. Because maybe yeah. the same with politics or marriage or various frustrations or even if it's just something like Seinfeld stuff and he's upset about but even seinfeld's outraged about yeah. raisins and i yeah and i have shared those yeah you know like i have you know his i think about seinfeld every time i'll see him close the curtain in for for between first class and coach it's like do we really need oh, that yeah. just like mm. maybe should have worked a little <laughs> yeah, exa- harder yeah man. exactly yeah <laughs> it's fascinating i don't know what do you think i had a weird thing i don't know i'm very i'm just fascinated with that question of like i don't know why people like, like I do it in my act at this next part, but what, like, I'll say like, why is, why are, why do some people take on the identity of being grumpy? Mm. What is so attractive about that? Wouldn't you think an attractive identity would be like, I'm going to be the person that people like being around. Interesting. Or I'm going to yeah. be the person that, um, that when they see me, they go, you know what I like about Jeff is like, if I like something, he'll just give it to me. Mm. Like Jeff is uh, giving. That That's right. a virtue I, I want to be. Right. Another virtue I want to be is kind 
or uh, someone reliable, which mm-hmm. I, you know, and I, I, I struggle with being um, reliable or, or even being a good listener, but it's something I've worked on the last four years. Like right. I know that I'm a pretty bad listener, so I'm actually going to start a podcast so I can engage with people and listen. Like, and see if you can monetize Right, it. And, and get better yeah. at it. Yeah. Well, no, not that, but just like get <laughs> no. better at it too. Like I remember a long time ago, it was probably like, um, probably almost a decade now, yeah. but one of my friends named Tim Murph, one of the best humans I've ever mm-hmm. known, just a sweet guy. And uh, me and uh, my girlfriend at the time went out with him, had some drinks, hung out. Well, I come back home and she said, you know what I really liked about your friend Tim is he would ask me questions about me. Hmm. He seemed to be really interested in, in us. He would, he would keep up. And I, and I remember thinking the next like 10 times I went out with anyone, like, I don't ask anything about that. <laughs> they say something and I chime in with, yeah. oh, I got a great story about that subject. Yeah. Or I have a funny anecdote about yeah. that subject. And I was like, man, I don't listen good enough. <laughs> I want to start listening better. Yeah. And I want to start asking them questions. I would like, say I have seen that change in your life since I have known uh, you. Well, thank you. That's uh, uh not that I ever noticed it was bad, right? but I would say that I feel when I'm hanging out or if I'm at your house or we're doing something that you feel more, I'm getting more questions, more attentive. Like, yeah. re- you've always been warm. But shouldn't like, hey. we all be trying to get better? You know, yes. we should all be like working on like, what am I doing bad this year? And how do I fix yeah. that? Not just for career, but like on our, ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, have I kind of let it slip? You know, I don't want to put this on you, but like, have I kind of let it like let it slip on being maybe romantic to my wife, or, mm-hmm. and and maybe I haven't, but maybe there's another thing that right. I can work on. Maybe I could get up a little earlier and kind yeah. of help. You know, these kind of things. But I've found young people are more attracted to horrible qualities. Mm. They love to find identity in like, oh, that's just me, dude. I procrastinate so much. <laughs> Why is that an attractive virtue to be? <laughs> You know, our girls would be like, I like pizza more than I like yeah. people. <laughs> You're like, I can't do anything before noon. Right. What? Why is that what you identify I'm a comic with? and I can. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what? They heard that idea and they go, that's me. I hate people. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you want to be a person that hates people? <laughs> I just don't. That's really. I like when people say one of my favorite things to do is people watching. You mean people judging? Right. So you just oh, sit around. so true. <laughs> It's so so you sit around. And you're like, oh, me. they wear that. Like Ugh. you're a bad human. Look at this weirdo. Yeah. Oh, oh, he walks like that. Yeah, that's how he walks. You weren't there to teach him how to walk the way that right. you approved of his walking. <laughs> he didn't know. You know what he's not doing? Sitting down on a bench and being an Judging, a-hole right yeah, now. hundred <laughs> percent. But those are what people are attracted to. Yeah. People love being. I like think it's how many it's, times have you seen on Facebook or I mean or whatever your social media of choices of like. Um, I'm such an old person. I'll go to bed at like 10 on a Friday. Yeah. <laughs> and they think we're going to go, oh, she's not out being a slut. She's, <laughs> she's just little old her. Just like, or like, what a loser. Home in PJs at 9 p.m. on a Friday. Yeah. Well, no one said that you're yeah. cooler for being out on a Friday. Yeah. Those people are just enjoying a Friday night yeah, that they might have exactly. from working And you know what you're doing? It You're having to post about it. Right. <laughs> right. You know, oh, engage with me. Affirm I'm me. I'm such an old person. Yeah, you're the same thing as the girl wearing the short dress at the club. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Go compliment me or judge me. Say one thing or the other. Just yeah, I'm not what it. you think I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what's so fascinating is I am trying as I get older to link myself to more honorable virtues mm. instead of instead of uh, finding new bad things I am. There's yeah. a comic, I won't name him, but I watched him do a set. One of his sets was about how his friend uh, gave him a gift uh, of pants. He mm-hmm. gifted him pants <laughs> in, a, in a present and he opened yeah. it. And he, he's like, why'd you give me pants, bro? And then the second bit right after that, he was talking about how his friend told him that his car got towed. And he was like, good story, bro. Don't tell me these kind of stories. I don't give a shit about your car. And then the third bit um, the third bit was about uh, a friend of his invited him to a party. And he's like, I don't want to go to your party, man. So And not, not crushed. Oh, these three bits. They couldn't have been crushing demolished. harder. <laughs> I mean, People were like, demolished. yeah, man, that guy's party sucks. And I sat in the back. <laughs> And I thought, so let me get this right. If I'm friends with this comedian, <laughs> I he doesn't want to hear any stories that aren't uh, super interesting. <laughs> I can't tell him about my car being towed. I can't invite him to a party. No. <laughs> and I shouldn't get him a gift 
uh, of fashion, which it appears he really yeah. loves fashion. This yeah. guy's very fashionable <laughs> and a very hot guy. So I can't get him a gift, tell him stories that are boring, or um, or invite him to a party. <laughs> or he'll make fun of me in his act. Yeah. Uh, but, like, what a grump. Yeah. I think that people resonate with it because I think negativity is so much easier. Right. And it comes more natural to most people. Now, there are exceptions. Mm -hmm. Like, I think of, like, Steve Simone. I was like, you're just... You're like an alien. Okay. Like you're constantly upbeat and friendly and kind. Yeah. But you stand out so much. There are so few people right. that are like that, that I think the negative, the negative critical, and maybe that's not, maybe it's just cultural and time and place for sure. where we are. Right. But I think the negative judgmental, uh, critical thing is easy to do. It's an easier joke to write, sure. by the way, to take like a positive spin on it. Remember on, um, uh, uh, the last season of Last Comic Standing they did. Somebody got up and was like making fun of the Bible or something like that. Oh yeah, like Norm McDonald's like, that's not brave. He's like, that's easy. Yeah. And, and well, because Roseanne called him brave for doing it. <laughs> yeah. like, you know how many brave? people make fun of the Bible? Yeah, you know how easy it is? Write a positive Bible joke. You, have you ever driven through an open mic in Seattle? You ever popped in? <laughs> or popped your ear in and seen what they're doing there? <laughs> you ever read Leviticus? All right. I don't oh, know. God. This is so... <laughs> I just think that it's it's a um, it's easier, and yeah. that that comes more natural to me too. Well, like complaining it comes natural to everyone because yeah. that's a, yeah. Well, like think about like my strongest bit that I've ever done. The hottest response I've ever gotten from a bit was just a, me telling a story about bonding with a stranger that was five years old on an airplane, like mm. just a kid on the airplane. Oh yeah, I remember this. That's how cool he was, <laughs> because I don't get to be around kids. What was the movie that you guys? Uh, Bugs Life. Yeah, we talked about Bugs Life. I, I love Bugs Life. Oh, it was amazing. Like I, <laughs> we had so much in common. This kid was just rad. He was just like a rad kid. And and here's the thing: moms and dads know that all the time. You guys yeah. know kids are great. You, mm -hmm. you love your kids, and you've that's not. It would never yeah. come as a surprise to you. Yeah. But for me, I'm in my twenties. I never am around kids. I yeah. mean, like, my, my sisters didn't have kids till a little later, so, like, this was at a time when I didn't have nieces and nephews and things. And so just bonding with this kid, I was like, this is... I didn't know kids were cool. <laughs> I had no idea. And, like, that, coming to that conclusion and telling that story on stage after punching it up. Yeah. Because um, it was, like, 2008 or something yeah. like that. And I, I had... I think I had one niece, and she was, like, a bit... Like, six months old or yeah. something. But anyways... That's the bit that everyone likes. Yeah. That's the bit people resonate with. And it's a harder bit to, because you know what? The easier bit would be like, screw this kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you watching Bugs Life? Bugs Life sucks. That's like the worst Pixar movie. Like, that's so easy to write. Which is exactly what, there's a Louis C.K. wave where that happened. Yeah. That's, I th and, and I might be wrong on this if there's some sort of like comedic historians that listen to this, but to my knowledge, everyone was doing how hard it was to be a mom, how hard it was to be a dad how hard it was to be in a relationship, how hard it is to be married. Mm -hmm. These are these are like the differences between men and women. These were the subjects most comedians talked about. Um, yeah, like remember the Burr bit about punching the muffins? Yes. Where you're just like, this guy's a psychopath, yeah. but I've had thoughts like that. Right. What if I did just tip He's over this? You ever drive and you just go, this is, the, like yeah. you turn this way, just mass murder. <laughs> yeah. You know, we've had those thoughts. Not you. Now you driving, you're like, ah, come yeah, on, by. not driving. That guy could do that to you, and you're like, he's. I've fine. been to a gun range. Yeah, and they just gave me a gun, and <laughs> I was so shocked that that's how easy it was. Yeah, like, oh, you have a driver's license? Okay, here's your gun. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Well, a car's way more dangerous and than I a gun. And I'm so stable and normal and whatever, and I still kept thinking, all I would have to do is turn and shoot this guy right next They're to trusting you. Trusting everyone. Yeah. I, I I couldn't believe it. I yeah I so I'm having those thoughts. Let alone somebody who might be a little ring a ting on a medication for guy. You know, ring a ting. <laughs> I'm a little nervous. <laughs> this guy's got the same thoughts. Well, man. he likes you because you're at the gun range with him. Ugh. You guys are on not the same my pal. I'm talking about the other guys in the other. No, lane. they're all you're all on the same team. You're uh -huh. all. What should we do for fun? Let's shoot guns. That's not even. <laughs> guns are fun. Guns. <laughs> I get it. I get why people like them. Wouldn't it be amazing if the NRA just like switched to a more upbeat message like that? Like, uh, listen, we're not going to do the, the amendment thing. We're like, listen, guns are fun. I love that. They're That's what they should do. Yeah. I, it would be more. I agree. Yeah. It'd be received better. You'd be like, listen, you like Xbox. We like guns. Yeah. Or it's a little more it's, dangerous. It's way better than it's like the over my dead body. Yeah. You'll take my gun. Yeah. <laughs> Polarizing. <laughs> Well, not to mention, like, we can amend things all the time. 
You know, like we. Can, oh yeah, the amendment thing. We is, can change. Yeah, we've changed a lot of the rights we have oh, over yeah. time, and they act like that one is like this. Oh yeah, you can't have gunmen in the constitution. Well, yeah, you know, black it. people used to have different water fountains. Yeah, we can change tons. We've of We've changed a lot of things. So I always, I, I wish they would just be like, no, nah, we like them, and yeah, it's fun. Are you? <laughs> So the, the the honorable uh, having to have more honorable ethics and qualities, it seems like you're trying to add that to the act too, right? Like it's there. I, I talk about it a lot. Yeah. I also lately though have been going pretty hard on the left, pretty aggressive towards the left, making fun of liberals. Yeah. Not liberals as much as extreme liberals that don't okay. even realize they're extreme liberals. Right. <laughs> they don't. Yeah. Like we know when the alt right has gone too far. Yeah. Yeah. It's, the alt-right is wrong, and we know when they're wrong. When you see it, you go, that's wrong. Yeah. But when has the alt-left gone too far? Oh, I don't know. It, right. I it's hard to identify. Yeah, it is. Well, I see it every time I work at university. Oh, yeah? When they're like non-responsive, you mean? or like um, the... That they just have no interest in anything that's remotely uh, religious, anything that's mm. remotely Republican, remotely conservative. Mm. It's turned into a zero discussion. It's turned into you have to believe these liberal ideologies mm. or you're a racist or a homophobe right. or transphobic or bad yeah. or, or a sheep or some stuck in the old days because yeah. you want to have a baby. Like yeah. Those are horrible ways to think about people, but yeah. that's what is happening in college. I remember I did uh, how I got booked for this gig. I don't know, but I did like an all women's school mm -hmm. once and it was like the freshman orientation. I was like, are you, oh boy. you guys saw my clips and you're like, that's the guy. Right. And I was like, I remember I said like, you know, my wife, me and my wife have kids. We have three kids. And yeah. I go, and someone goes, what's she doing? I go, well, she stays at home. And like three girls booed me. I was like, she made that choice. Yeah, she wanted that. I didn't even think I'm, you think she's chained up at home? She'd rather not send our kids to some stranger yeah. while she works. Yeah. <laughs> just, she was like, you know what would be great? Being around my kids. Right. And you could choose not to do that or do it. But right. that's your choice. Well, and also like. I hate when people get frustrated they're not frustrated by a lack of choice. They're frustrated that they didn't make the choice that they made. They would have made in that scenario. But even like, those young ladies might later find themselves in that position. Of course. And be like, oh, I was taught nonsense. Yeah. yeah. I think they, when you're talking about like uh, ways to grow, like my biggest thing, and I try and do it on this podcast, which is to have like a diverse group of people from a diverse group of mm -hmm. backgrounds so that we can understand like people are the way they are for reasons. Yeah. And oftentimes it's reasons that have nothing to do with the choices they've made. And and it certainly has nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. But like I, you, people, I get so frustrated when like all of our fights are you're mad at somebody who was raised differently than you in a different environment and a different context for not sharing the beliefs that you have right. because you were raised in a different environment in a different context with different experiences. Like that's empathy. You have to understand like, of course, but now the comic comes in and makes fun of both sides, which right. I appreciate. <laughs> I'm fascinated. Yeah. I think you I'm do just, like walking that line. I love like, it. I think that all ties into like what you were talking about. of just wanting to have more honorable virtues and ethics. That is something that I've trying to work on personally of just a general, more optimistic look on things, yeah. which is not a naivety to the negative things in the world, right. but it's a, it's a, it's finding silver linings and it's also a general, more positive outlook. Like um, I've told this story in the podcast before, but I listened to once to the CEO do a talk of that company life is good. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about like, he goes like, listen, not everyone's going to have the same approach and the same thought. He's like, but statistically life on earth is better than it's ever been. Uh, more people eat, more people have clean this. water, more people read than they've ever, less people are enslaved. Of course it's still bad because we know. And because you know, if it bleeds, it leads. People put like mm -hmm. those headlines right in front of us and Twitter is just the negative, the negative, the negative, yeah. the negative. And you think, so you feel emotionally at the end of the day, like, oh, where really you could say like these things, these great tragedies that are happening in, in African-American communities or in human trafficking, oh, it's so awful. We know about them now. Of course. I have a whole bit about what you're saying. Yeah. Is that like we live... We are the 1%. Right. Yeah. Like we, yeah. We're doing great. The yeah. poorest people I know, and the um, and arguably the poorest people in America, have air conditioning, 
They yeah. Have, like they have like a bed. Yeah. yeah. They have a place. Like a flat screen television. Like, yeah. Those are the poorest people in our country. Mm-hmm. Like we're doing okay. Yeah. Most of the people that are on the streets have a little bit of a bigger issue, like as far as like addiction or mm-hmm. some sort of uh, mental, mental illness. Th- yeah. yeah. So some sort of thing. So they have a different barrier to kind of go over. So not counting them. Yeah. The the poorest people have stuff, and they, yeah. they're they're doing all right comparatively. Like mm. we have Yale students, like you know, walking around believing they're oppressed. <laughs> Do you realize how ridiculous you that is? You went to Yale. That was so- It's insanity. <laughs> We're all doing great. You've got beautiful daughters that are healthy. Yeah. You've got a home. You've got a... You, everything's yeah. fine. And everyone's going, can you believe how hard it is? It was in <laughs> traffic for three hours in your car. <laughs> With AC as you listen to a podcast on your, on your phone that might as well have been made in space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, everyone I know has got Netflix. That, yeah. uh, so I don't... Um, but people I'm are not, mad because their Netflix season didn't get renewed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not in the, in the uh, sympathy game as much anymore as I'm in the... Uh, come on. Life's yeah. good game. Let's yeah. let's be happy. <laughs> Come on, man. I'll, you, you want some lunch? I'll buy you some lunch. Let's <laughs> let's have some laughs. Well, we are way over. Oh, We're sorry. gonna have to edit the crap out of this. Let it but down. I love it. Chop Thanks, it up. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate Thanks you for doing this. Me, bro. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. If you have not done so already, please rate and subscribe. Follow us on all the social medias and share with all of your friends. Also, if you want to shoot us a note, uh, you can email us at don'tmakemecomebacktheere at gmail.com. Also, if you enjoyed this episode and you have not done so already, please go back and listen to all the episodes we've done before. Thanks so much, everybody.